two, one. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Cleaning Out My Closet podcast. Nailed it that time. Fucking yes, nailed it. Nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed it. No three, problem. Three times the charm, baby. That's all it takes. No problem. What's up, Julian? What's going on, man? Oh, <clears throat> man. First of all, we've got a little bit of a different setup. Cheers. Uh, yeah, cheers to that. We actually got some beers this time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the girl, my Blue girl. Moon, my favorite. Yeah, I love Blue Moon. It's you my can't, favorite. Can't go wrong with it. Only time it's better is if you have a little piece of orange. Put it in there. Fucking beautiful. All right. But this is mm. a special episode. Very special this to us. This is our one million subscriber Ooh. special. Yes, it is. Round one of million. applause. Round of applause. One million subscriber special. This is really, really special. It is. So we really wanted to just take the time to honor uh, uh. another channel <laughs> that got a million subscribers. Just a completely separate, different channel yep. that got a million subscribers. Not us. So let's take this this time to say congratulations to the Cosmonaut Variety Hour. It's a channel I really enjoy. They make a lot of great content. You've never yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, I'm gonna probably check it out though. They made you a they made it to a recommended million. Recommended it highly. It's really good uh, quality stuff. Very funny. So good on you for that. And uh, yeah, this in no way was a misleading title whatsoever to get no, people to no. watch this episode. Next yeah, next episode we got to do something with, about subscribers. <laughs> Just get those all those subscribers, dude. Uh, I I remember when I I sent the message to the group chat and I was like, guys, I've got an idea for the next episode's title. <laughs> it was fucking perfect. I was like, we'll just call it our one million subscriber special. One million dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll just say as soon as somebody clicks on it, obviously they're gonna go, wow, these guys <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> it's almost as bad as those guys that you go onto like a, a rap not... song and you see the comments of them rapping oh, <laughs> or check out my hottest shit, just like next Drake and you click on it, it's just some guy just like, why just kill yourself? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? But it's uh, not misleading because we technically it, we're, we're actually you know giving congratulations yeah. to a channel that made it to a million subscribers. So congratulations, congratulations you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Okay, I said before we started because we had a little conversation. We were talking about a couple things before we started recording. Uh huh. Oh God, the I bear said, has been awoken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the that's the troll that lives in my butthole. He's Do you remember to, that he's from that, from that movie? Uh, what was it? Clerks too. Did you I ever remember. see that? I, I saw that. I just don't remember that part. It was the uh, the religious cashier guy, Tobias. He mm-hmm. talked about how he couldn't have sex with his girlfriend because of her pussy troll. <laughs> <laughs> his I name, don't his remember name, that. It was just like, uh, we can't have sex. Yeah, why not? Because of pillow pants. Pillow and he was pants. like, pillow, who the fuck is pillow pants? He's like, pillow, point, pillow pants is her pussy troll. <laughs> and he goes on and tells this whole fucking story about mm. how like when like, Christian girls are young. Their parents put a little pussy troll in them so that they don't have sex because if they have sex, oh my the troll God. will bite their penis off. <laughs> Dude, my mom told me that when <laughs> not not exactly that, but she said that there was teeth down there and they don't fall off until after you get married. So I was like, oh, like for like a minute, I thought about. I was that's like, why you're still a virgin, exactly, with <laughs> <Yeah>. two kids. <laughs> and then and then he goes, um, beat that guy. So what about can you at least do like oral sex? And he's like, I would. If it wasn't for Lister Fiend. <laughs> no, but anyways, so the, the thing that I wanted to talk to you about, because I was talking about, the, the first thing I was talking about was um, shitting myself. Yes, yes. I was talking about how you would think with all the times that I've shit myself in public and in private that I would be less likely to trust a fart at this point in my life. I'm 
Also, I, I, t I forgot how old I was today. I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember if I'm 25 or 26. <laughs> I think I'm 26. What year were you born? 95. Let's do the math. You'll be 26. Okay, cool. I'm, I, I was like, I was in a store was a good one. and uh, someone goes, how old are you? Not to me, but to someone else. And then I just started thinking, how fucking old am I? No, that, that's <laughs> happened like, to me, Jesus. though. <laughs> Once you're not 21 anymore, it's it just worthless. runs out the fucking... Like, the only thing you got left after 21 is, what, 25, you could legally, like, rent a car. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's fucking useless. <laughs> you can go to war, you can kill somebody. <laughs> yep. mm -hmm. No, so I was talking about how I've shit myself a number of, time in pub a number of times in public. The first time that comes to mind when I was a kid, I shit myself like right when I got to school. Oh god, that's the and, worst. And I was it was elementary school, like kindergarten. I had to go into the office with oh, shit. Why are you fucking this up for us, man? It's, it's ginger soul. <laughs> We've uh, trapped it somewhere in here. <laughs> in your butthole. <laughs> it's just to share it up with that. My troll. little sacred uh raisin cake. That's what we're calling my butthole uh, from now on. My little sacred raisin cake. That's what cake. everyone should call it for now on. Mm -hmm. That is that is going to be the new thing. So basically, uh, on top of that, I was telling you back when I used to work for another company, I shit myself in public at a grocery store like maybe a year or two ago. Uh-huh. And I just had to toss out my fucking boxers and finish the day out with no fucking underwear on because I was like, Jesus. Christ. And that sucks, too, because the job that you had, you know, you are fucking moving around. You're it's moving hot so as much, fuck. Dude. And you're sweating, dude. So, yeah, you're, oh, I couldn't even imagine. And you oh had to wear... God. Dude, yeah, fuck that. I was mm -hmm. wearing like fucking tight jeans too. It was the worst combination of anything. That's a good way to get uh some swamp ass going quick. And you got no barrier. Even though the underwear is like just a thin barrier, you would be surprised how much it actually helps. <laughs> Keeping some of that stank away. Well, Vanexi asked me once, she was like, if you took a shit in your pants and it got all over your pants, would you throw out those pants? And I was just like, no. <laughs> For one thing, I don't go pants shopping very fucking often. So when I buy a pair of pants, I intend to have those pants for, for like while. years. Mm -hmm. Those are decade long pants that I'm, get, I'm naturally, getting. Naturally, naturally. So I was like, you think I'm going to fucking waltz my ass into Old Navy every time I shit my pants? Are you <laughs> fucking be kidding bankrupt. me? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> do you think you I, have this, do I have a secret account somewhere set up just for pants shitting? To pay is for it, this? Is that really that big of a problem with you? That must be some type of insurance I need to get like every time I shit my pants. It's like uh, that episode of Spongebob where he rips his pants, but you just shit your pants. <laughs> and I shit my pants. <laughs> I, like I said, I 100% I don't... I'm not, I don't subscribe to the idea of don't trust a fart. Mm. If I need to fart, I'll blow my asshole out, <sighs> even if it's in public. So... It comes with the whole risk reward like system when you live your life like that, right? I, I You're suppose. living on the edge essentially. You're dancing the line between, you know, One, yeah, 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 dancing <laughs> with wolves over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good God, no! It's a I, dangerous way to live. I'll tell you that. I, you know, I honestly I can't live like that just for the fact that I already have major I mean, stomach issues to begin with. <laughs> yeah. So I like I just can't trust anything. Like if it's even like somewhat suspicious, I'm like no. If it's early in the morning, I'm gonna be like nah. Let me just double down and just double check this because if not, I'm gonna be shit myself. Dude, I tossed the sourest farts out. <laughs> 
constantly. It's I'm nothing gassy nothing all as day bad long. as fucking ginger back when we first started in the closet. You remember how Honestly, bad that shit oh was? Oh god, that's I don't it, it that's all lingered. because of his diet though. That's because he drinks nothing but it's fucking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing but cum, nothing mm-hmm. but his dad's gel. Monster and bang. All up in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Just monster no, loads. It's, it's definitely the energy drinks and coffee. That's what it is. That I gives mean, you those fucking horrible sour shits. Because it's just all that sugar and fucking yeah. like all those chemicals. I know. I, I had Taco I, Bell last night. and I, I, <laughs> Dude, that fucked me up. Those fuck me. Taco Bell, I mm-hmm. like it. But it puts me on the toilet every single time because it's, well, it's just, just not so good processed quality. and it's not good quality. Yeah, anything. It's horse meat. <laughs> <laughs> just the, ba- it's you know, the, the best, best kind of, the best. of horse meat. I fucking love that. Yeah, yeah. It is the Did greatest. you? Oh my god! Is it god. overstepping? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of recording uh, this, and we just hear Holly loud ass on the phone or something like that. Uh, so before we go any further, last week's oh, episode, fuck me, dude. you tried to destroy my stomach by bringing this Canada Bold to the house. Luckily for oh, me, man. it was flat, so I did not get the bold taste. I know of a, a certain liquid other than. Oh wait, uh, <laughs> wait you got to tell that story about what you did at your job to that guy. Uh. So Julian calls me. He goes, "Dude, do you remember when we when we did the whole Canada Dry Bolt uh. thing? And it wasn't. It didn't really hit I that so hard because wish it went I could have videotaped that though. And and uh, he calls me and and go ahead, tell me tell me the story. Again. So yeah, so um, across the street from where I work, there's a Speedway, a gas station, mm. and I went over there for uh, lunch just to grab something real quick to eat. Right, right. Grab some cigs, and I saw the fucking Canada Bolt in a twenty ounce. So I was like, oh fuck. So. I, you described to me how terrible it is, and I'm just like, I'm gonna believe you, but I don't think anyone else in their right mind would know what Canada Bold is. So I buy one bottle of it, go back to work, and one of my buddies there, I go up to him like, "Hey, I bet you you can't, you know, for 20 seconds chug this," <laughs> and he's like, "Why?" He's like, "I was like, I just bet you can't do it." He's like, oh, "I can do that easily." Yo, well, let me preface this: <laughs> you you call me and you're laughing when I answer the phone, and you and you go, "Dude." <laughs> You just won me twenty dollars. <laughs> That's how you answer the phone. Uh, I, I pick up and you're just like, <laughs> you dude, just won me twenty dollars. I just so wish you would have saw it, dude. It was the best thing ever. So he starts telling me the fucking story. Good. So yeah, uh, I bet I bet uh, my coworker twenty dollars that he mm-hmm. can't chug this Canada Bold. Yeah. Um. So he's like. Easy money, easy money. In my head, I'm this. thinking easy money. <laughs> I got this. He gets it, opens it up, and does a little little fizzle thing. And I, right there, I'm He's like, it sounds like a fucking, shit. it sounds like a dragon. Just, <laughs> I'm like, yup. So he, this is like moving Oprah Winfrey's <laughs> pussy lips apart. <laughs> hot fire, hot fire. <laughs> no, so you know, he takes, he Just gets it up to his mouth, smells it, and he's like, okay. Starts chugging it. First a couple seconds, he's good to go. Mm-hmm. But I think it like it hits him either right oh, here in the throat yeah. or it like it just hits his belly because he's just, like straight chugging it, right? And all of a sudden he's just, <laughs> and it just fucking shoots out of his fucking nose like it's a fountain, like from the soda streams and shit. And he's just coughing, like can't breathe, turning red. I'm just like somebody fucking so pepper sprayed him, you know those videos. <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, oh my god, I killed this guy. <laughs> Fucking amazing, uh, dude. So yeah, um, uh, we got fuck. Ginger Sean's favorite. Uh, no, you mean mine? No, not Ginger Sean. Uh, oh yeah, speaking of that non-guest oh, episode this God. week. Uh, so, 
Cheers to you. Oh, God. Okay, so I think I've talked about this on the <laughs> podcast. Is I used to be a huge fan Ugh. of Fireball. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I used to be a giant fucking fan of Fireball. I used to drink it all the... You're insane. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I, I used to bring it to every party I would go to and just drink it myself by myself. Like, I would mm. drink other shit, but I would also just bring it because it was my favorite fucking thing to drink. And it was relatively cheap. Super like cheap. $22 for a fucking handle. So I would get the, like, the one that's, like, <sighs> like that big, like, right around there. Mm-hmm. I would get that one, and I'd bring it anytime I, like, uh, I was going to a party. And um, I... I went to a party and they had some that was already there. That was about a, a smaller bottle that was, I think it was full. So I mm. drank that whole thing. Oh shit! And then I was like, we've got this whole bottle here. I was, I'm already <laughs> in it. I'm like faded already. Right. Like mm. I've been drinking jungle juice. I've had a couple beers. Jungle I played beer pong. And then I, I also like topped off that fucking bottle of uh fireball. <laughs> and I go, we got this whole bottle here. And we've been partying for like four hours. I'm like, who's going to fucking hit this bottle with yeah, me? Let's get Everyone it. turned me down. <laughs> everyone turned me down. Uh, Nobody wanted to drink it. No. Like everyone was done. They were cool with what they were drinking. And I think everyone had hit that point where they were like, yeah, we're at that sweet spot of drunk. And I was like, yeah, once you find that spot, you want to stay there. I was like, I did not bring this whole fucking thing to <laughs> not, not to drink it. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to take this home because I'm just, it's just going to sit there because. I'm a social drinker. Mm-hmm. I'm a private smoker. Yeah, like yeah, I like yeah. to get high by myself. I don't like to interact with people when I'm high. I like to just chill, lay down, play some music, and just fucking like. He plays the Beatles out. on his belly. Just fucking <laughs> yeah, drums yeah. it out. On my balls, you mean? <laughs> just I just start fl- flicking them and shit. <laughs> just grabs and just lets it go and just <laughs> hits his butthole. <laughs> just like, the I'm just using my taint as an instrument. Uh, I'm like ooh. the one man band, but just with my fucking genitals. Yeah, he was actually um, the the eighth man of the blue man group for a while, but yeah. they just you know due to different you know different views on things. But anyways, <laughs> my story of how I almost died of alcohol poisoning was uh, that that fucking night I decided fuck it, I'll just drink the whole thing by myself. Naturally. I wasn't thinking I was going to do that. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed the thing. And I just start pouring it into my my cup. I'm like, who's doing it with me? Who's doing it with me? Everyone says no. Right. Everyone says no. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, guys? Like, let's fucking rage. Let's Come fucking on. party. Like, so was this like a high school party or? No, no, no. This was, uh, was, after I high was school? probably 21, 22, oh, okay, something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. I had this group of friends that they they would always throw like house parties and stuff yeah. like that. They were they were cool. They were cool. Um, but. I, I noticed, like, as I, I start filling my cup, everyone says no, everyone says no. So I, I'm already doing it, so I just go, fuck it. Turn it. <laughs> oh, and no. just fill the whole cup. And it goes all the way to the top, a red solo cup. Just fill Mm-mm. the whole fucking thing. And I said, fuck it. Just fucking. Well, the and thing that sucks about I the. I chugged that shit. <laughs> the fireball. It's so sweet. So drunk that night. <laughs> I spent the whole morning up until like one in the afternoon just puking, puking my oh, fucking oh, brains oh, out. You know when you get rid of everything in your stomach? Oh, and it's just, just that dry stomach vile? And, vile yo. and it just is horrible. So oh. I remember my friends, I helped them clean up that night, but I was so fucking out of it that like <laughs> I was like basically. Like falling over as I'm picking up cups and plates off the just floor. Ma- you're just making it worse at this point. Just making more mess. I remember I sat down on the couch and this one guy got up and he's like, "You want to see how many push-ups I can do?" <laughs> Dude, why is that? Why is there always that one guy? You just like everyone's like drunk like, as fuck. Like, I, I can was, just fucking do 20 push-ups right now. Want to bet? I think it was like this Mexican dude or something like uh, that who was kind of like he was a little bit oh, like Cholo. It was Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> Use that to ta- collect some taxes. <laughs> Dude. I could do like 20 push-ups, so bro. He, 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 first of all, when he says that, I was just like, first of all, I don't know if you want to do that. Because I'm like, I, you might be drunker than me, dude. And uh, he, try, he tries to get up and he can't even get himself up. He's just in a seated position. And you know, when you're totally out of it, you can't even remember how your body properly fucking functions. Right, right. So he's like it's just trying to remember how to like, all right, this, yeah, this, gravity this just limb goes here and this point. one here. Can't figure it out. Then he eventually gets up and he tries... And he stands up and he goes, <laughs> and just fucking falls over, dude. Just wham, right onto the floor. And then he, he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool, man. And then everyone's like, no, 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 just chill, just chill, just chill. Just like, he's like trying to do push ups. I had to explain it, but I'm fucked up. So I'm like, yo, relax, relax, relax. Dude, so I, remind me after this, I got a funny drunk okay, okay. story as well. But um, I, <clears throat> I basically was, uh, I wound up barely being able to help them clean up because I was so fucked. Right. I go to sleep in their guest room because I had already made the arrangement like, hey, I'm just going to get fucked up. So, like, I'm, I'm just going to sleep here. here. Yeah, yeah. And, like, responsible, I, did, responsible. I helped them set up the party. You know, I helped them make all the stuff. And we made, like, all the... I jungle helped them make the jungle shit. juice, mm-hmm. everything. We set up the chairs, all that shit. So, and I helped them clean. So, it's, like, no problem. They're my friends. Uh, his sister made breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. And um, Did the smell of it just make you throw up. <laughs> she came over and she lays the plate down next to me, and I go, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh. fucking hate it. And ever since then, the smell of this fucking vile trash. So if you if you can't chug it all, I'll, I can take one for oh the team. Oh my god, I'm so worried about this. <laughs> I'm so worried. So hold on, there is a bag. Dude, get me that bag. I don't know where it is. Oh. It's on the yeah on that chair. Just in case. <laughs> this could be a uh, the cleaning on my podcast first. Oh, God. Sorry about the ASMR going on. Oh, here, you, you could uh, literally, that's all trash. Oh, my God. So <sighs> Let me move away from the laptop and shit to do this. <laughs> I know I'm not. I don't know if I should even try and chug this. I'm fucking I wouldn't. Worried. I wouldn't chug it. Oh, God. But next he called me. She said, if you don't chug it, she's leaving you. So... <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Last time, uh, I, don't smell it, bro. I think I'm okay with the smell now. It took me years, yeah, because literally just the thought of the smell would make me dry heave. <laughs> That's how much I drank of this shit, and uh, I fucking swear to God, I was like, someone asked me, they're like, "Dude, how did you not die of alcohol poisoning?" A little bit of you did die that night. Yeah, it, I definitely <laughs> did. The party died in me. You that had night. you had a couple of hairs of of red. That's where your soul <laughs> left you for that night. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's try and do this. Let's do it. Oh, God. I'm fucking... This That's... is terrifying. To me. It's just... I. It, it's like PTSD with the fucking... The, the amount of vomit I was that was pouring out of me that day. This is making me laugh way harder than it should. Watch, I'm gonna get... I'm, I'm gonna get, like, super hard in the paint and get I'm drunk and throw up. I'm gonna puke all over your <laughs> shit and you're gonna have to clean it. You're like, like from the exorcist, your head's it to gonna be fucking Holly. turning around. <laughs> <laughs> Just right on the mixer. Uh, please. Okay. You can't baby bird it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm cool with it now. Yeah? It doesn't make me want to throw up anymore. Hey! This is like reverse AA. <laughs> <Didn't> it... <laughs> I got the bagels. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Actually, I... 
It's not terrible. Like I don't mind them every once They're in a while. They are a little bit like on the sweeter side, didn't so they, I can't get them. Didn't they make some type of connection between this and like kidney failure or something like that? Wasn't there isn't that all like, all alcohol? Yeah, but I think like they they did didn't am I? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, you but I think are. there was like a fireball story that they they put out that um. It like causes like extreme like liver dan dan damage or kidney damage or <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. It could be. Well, now that I know I'm cool with it, I don't need this bag. I'll just drink it for the rest. I'm not <laughs> gonna chug this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> it's you know that's better than nothing. It's all we can do. Um, oh God. It it's, just, that, it's that burn though that I forgot that about. afterburn. <laughs> God damn. Uh, so actually, you know what? Fuck it. I. I didn't know how we were gonna do this episode, honestly, because we've been just kind of just free balling it lately. And Got a just... couple of random stories myself. Did you want to just start with Johnny Rockets? Um, oh yeah. Recommend or okay, yeah, his yeah. topics that he right. had come up with. So what we've asked we we ask you guys this almost every episode, you know, because yeah. it's hard for us to do really structured episode on specific topics that we're really passionate about because. Not every week is there a story that we both get give enough of a fuck about, right? Basically, to do some like really interesting, introspective, like deep dive into, you know. So, we always put it out there to the audience to leave us comments about things that you want us to talk about, things right. that you're interested in knowing about us, or things that we might have opinions on, whatever that might be. So, with that being said, we had a comment from. One of our listeners who's pretty frequent in the YouTube comments. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he comments he's on every, just almost, about every, almost every, every episode, video. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Rocket. Yeah. Ooh, there it goes. That was my fucking fireball fart. Beautiful. Ooh, wee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Just over your crop dusting and shit. <laughs> it's going to just stick to yeah, the Yeah, the foam. insulation, it's going to stick on here. <laughs> You're just going to see panels start falling <laughs> off. Uh, so, so, anyways. Uh, um, Sorry, Johnny Rocket. He asked us. What were our top ten favorite comedies in For the, the past. last twenty years? Yeah, yeah, and, and I thought when I first read the comment, I was like, "Oh, that's just kind of like one of those generic questions." And then I thought about <laughs> Start it. Start insulting him. Yeah, just fucking I think piece he's of illiterate. Shit. His parents don't love him. They were probably cousins. Just the way I could just tell by the way he capitalizes letters. I don't know if he's straight or not, but if he is, his girlfriend's cheating on him. Yeah. I'm fucking your girlfriend. If I'm sorry. he's gay, his boyfriend's cheating on him. I'm fucking your boyfriend. He's non-binary. I'm fucking the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're into, I'm fucking it. Um. So uh. we went we went ahead and compiled our lists together individually. Mm-hmm. We haven't told each other what the lists are, and we figured it'd be a good way to just go about doing a fucking yeah, just yeah. random topics. And this is actually, <clears throat> excuse me, this ended up being a lot harder than I thought because yes. the 20 year span it is a lot bigger from than 2000 you think. to 2020. And there's so and, the, and like we kind of had this discussion um, on the phone before you got here, and I was kind of explaining to you with the the genre of comedy, it's changed so much. Just every like five, ten years, like I can remember early two thousand comedy, like uh, Scary Movie, mm. American Pie, like that, you yes. know, those type of comedies, and then it transitions into like the shit that we're watching now. You know what I mean? It's just so different. So that's how kind of, I like we. You were saying earlier, there's oh, what a romantic comedies, action comedies. It's mm-hmm. so many options. Well, I just think that <laughs> the, the the genre of comedy is probably the most versatile out of any of like. Uh, oh no, for sure. The genres of entertainment because you can do so much with comedy. Mm-hmm. You can make an action movie that's also a comedy. Right. You can make a romantic comedy. You can make a dramatic comedy. You can and the thing is that if you satire. do it right too, it, they they turn out really good. 
mm-hmm. and that's not gonna, like I even like in my favorite like action movies or like dramas. There's always that that not comedic tone, but there's always like the funny you know funny line or something mm-hmm. that just kind of just eases the rest of the scene or whatever. And you kind of need that, and you know, in, in those movies and shit. Mm. And so I love the fact that, like, like you were saying earlier on the phone, like comedy is probably my favorite genre as well. Maybe between comedy and action, just depending on my mood. Yeah. But I, ultimately, I love to laugh. Yeah. So like, this was actually a pretty good question, or like thing for us I to talk to about come. because <laughs> me too. On your glasses. Oh, speaking of that, so we um, have purchased the Mia Khalifa glasses. <laughs> yeah, that was you. That that was me. Yeah, it was me. Um, so, and the thing is, it's a surprise for Ginger, Sean. You didn't even keep your hands on it. They just kept slipping around. Dude, <laughs> it actually came in its own little hazmat suit. <laughs> it was full, full hazmat suit. And it said, you know, uh, there's a process for it to decontaminate and everything. <laughs> 72 hours, wait for it. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to surprise Ginger, Sean, with that. He's gonna be really fucking excited, I think. It's gonna be an, it's gonna be like a when you get a dog a chew bone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just teeth marks all over oh, it when we God. get it. Oh <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um fuck what's um Here, let's you get wanna into go it. you wanna go back and forth? We can just go like yeah, you yeah. go, I go, you go, I go. So I, I also am uh Did have you put a, them in a spe- specific order? No, or? not really. Okay. Um all right. whenever you're ready. So fuck it, I'll go wanna go first? Yeah, go ahead. Alrighty, so like I said, this and I know I had my brother. I called him up this like when we had this uh, yeah. idea to do this. I was like, "Hey, get your list together because I know for a fact that you know, like <laughs> you're gonna remember stuff. There's I gonna be so yeah. many fucking movies in that 20 year span that I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna be so pissed that I forgot. So keep that in mind. So my first one is gonna be Borat. Ah, mm-hmm. that's br- I had that on mine originally, but I took it off. Did you? Yeah. I fucking love I, it. I tossed back and forth about whether or not to keep it on there, to mm. be honest with you. And I, I do regret taking it off. But the way I approached my list was if mm. it's on TV, if it's just like playing, if it's right. like just starting like right then, do I drop everything I'm doing and watch it? Mm-hmm. If not, then I don't consider it like one of my favorites. You know? Yeah, I, mean? I, I took a similar approach. Um, Like I had that in mind as well. And then just something that like if I – there's so many movies that I've watched and I just quote them to this day. Yeah. Whether it's like a 20 year old movie or whatever. Yeah. And so um, I took that into consideration. I took the fact, like you said, if it's on TV, am I going to want to watch mm-hmm. it? Um, and so like with Borat, I feel like that's probably one of my favorite uh, movies that he's done overall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it kind of like set up, I mean, other than Ollie G, that was like the biggest one. Yeah. And it kind of set up all of his other stuff. So it was like the introduction. I feel like Bruno was really underrated for him. Yeah, that wasn't it was really good. <laughs> he was. got Paula Abdul to sit on a bunch of Mexicans and do an interview about how she's was a that, humanitarian. Was that on that one or was that Borat? I thought no, that, that was, was Borat. That, that was uh, Bruno. What did he do in Borat? He did something similar in that sense with Borat, though. Uh, but anyways, it's one of my fucking like to dude, this day I quote that movie. But imagine getting like a <laughs> yeah. celebrity to and come at the time and she talk was about an American she Idol. About, she cares so much about people. <laughs> Just sitting and on she a fucking sits person, on a person <laughs> and to eating do like it. chips and salsa off of some dude. It's just some it's probably Mexican her cousin. dude on his hands and knees. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, can you, I? I can't imagine the level of thought that went into crafting that fucking joke. Uh, dude, it's the best. Okay. Mine, Grandma's Boy. Oh shit! See, that's what I'm saying. Do I think you that's remember a movie. fucking yeah. Grandma's dude, Boy? The doll, and he's jerking off, and the fucking <laughs> over the door, and he comes all over. 
Oh, like, and the chimpanzee you, dude. When, when it cuts to after uh, he's like coming, uh, and then he, it's them standing outside, and he's like, You came on my mom. <laughs> dude, that's oh, It's just such a ridiculous fucking pre- Like, I quote that thing endlessly. Like, uh, JP, the fucking wizard guy, uh, the, the like whiz kid who's yeah, yeah. making a come, where he's like, <laughs> like, he thought he was a robot and shit. Wearing that, like, and the Neo like, fucking trench coat like, looking thing. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> Oh, hey JP, that's for a real cool outfit. How much do clo- how much do clothes cost in the Matrix? Dude, the the scene where they go to the, the vegan uh the vegan fucking restaurant and it's David Spade is the the waiter, but he's like a, he's like got like this effeminate like kind of like voice to him. So he's like, "Hi, my name is Shiloh. I'll be your waiter." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "Dude, I'm gonna watch that movie. I haven't watched that in <laughs> dude, so long." They're like, "Is there? Do you guys serve any alcohol here, or like, <laughs> do you have a bathroom, or do I have to take a shit in a plant?" <laughs> he's just like, he goes, "Well, we do have shots." Of wheatgrass. <laughs> and then Nick Swartzen goes, that's great if I want to be sober and vomit. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I fucking love Nick Swartzen. It's such a good movie. It it's really so is. fucking funny. Like, is that, so that, that's a Sandler production movie, right? Yeah, I think it's a Happy... Or Happy Madison. Happy Madison. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they did that. Dude, I, that's honest, one of those cult classes because like it never really hit with uh like, like mainstream audience did, or whatever when it came out in theaters i like that it, i'm pretty sure it did it really blown, shitty yeah it got blown out of the but water no. once it hit dvds <sighs> so it, i just it, thought of another movie that i'm not it's not on my list mm. but is like one of those same like categories as grandma's grandma's boy god i'm gonna put that on <laughs> right now okay you go next all right bad santa Wow. See, I, I looked at it and I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And I liked it as a yeah. kid, but I haven't seen Dude, it. Dude, we in a watched long time. it so many times. Um the second one I wasn't eh, it really wasn't I remember seeing the second one the, and I didn't like it. It was yeah, say it just wasn't that great. I felt like the they first one ended it really with the first good. one. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they would have just ended it the way they did. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be perfect. But that was just another one of those movies where like I could just pull up any random scene. And I know for a fact I'm about to fucking laugh my ass off. <laughs> Where uh, oh, I can't remember his name, the actor that plays like the uh, the mall manager. He passed away like recently after the movie oh. was out. Oh, what the fuck was his name? I know who you're talking. He was about. a pretty famous actor like in the 80s and shit. Yeah, I know who you're talking. But about. yeah, when he was talking to you know the guy that plays Bad Santa, he's like Billy Bob. Billy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, were you fornicating with <laughs> yeah. heavy set women <laughs> in the JJ room? <laughs> He's like fornicating. He's like, what the fuck? I just, He's like, yeah, I, fuck them. <laughs> I always, uh, it, for me, it's the interactions uh, between him and the kid. The little, oh yeah, or, or the little the, elf. The way that he talks to the fucking kid is hilarious. He's always like in disbelief uh, of how stupid or how fucking ridiculous the kid is, or something mm, like that. And he talks to him like he's a grown ass man. Dude, it's the what worst. the fuck? What are you talking about? This little you, fucking you, gay little shit away from me. <laughs> like, he fucking eats all this chocolates and shit. He's oh like, my god! I felt what a so- selfish <laughs> bastard. No, that's no, a, it, that's a good pick. It really that's a was, good pick. Yeah. It's also a, like a good like holiday thing too, because it like it also yes. falls under like comedy, but also holiday movie, and it's kind of got some drama in it too. No, that's what I say. Like it was a really good overall just movie. Okay, but, yeah, my, my next one, Tropic Thunder. Ah, that's on my list. That's on your list. Yep. Yeah, I feel like it's the perfect kind of. Uh, everything dude it's it's one of those great ensemble movies like it's got so many celebrities in it because it is like a big like kind of 
they're they're doing this huge parody of Hollywood itself. Right. It's a parody know? of itself. Yeah. Right. It's a parody of like so before the, I let you go the on, culture so of it. What we'll do if we have a movie that one of us pick and it's on our list already, we'll pull one of our honorable mentions. Oh, okay. So okay. we'll just do it like that. I like that. So um yeah, it's great. You've got Ben Stiller, you've got Robert Downey Jr. playing an Australian guy who's playing a black guy. <laughs> I love when he's Australian, he's got like the blue eyes, the blonde <laughs> hair. Um yeah, it's uh, it's great down to the very beginning of the movie where they play the fake trailers. Oh, dude! At the beginning when so, the movie yeah, starts, yeah, we watched that in theaters, mm-hmm. and I remember, yeah, it was the fuck, dude. Every single one of them was so funny, but I think the Tobey Maguire and the, the yes, Robert Downey Jr. the priest the Devil's one, Devil's Alley, <laughs> yeah. fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, when he um, grabs but, <laughs> the beads and the beat starts playing because yeah. they play like gay monks, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Uh, that would have been such a fun fucking movie just to be a part of. Dude, I It's it's that's honestly that's a good pick. The guy that it's plays really the gay is. like rapper, he's like pre- he, he's like has to pretend to be a ladies Milf man or uh, what do you have uh, something juice. Uh booty juice. Booty juice, yeah. <laughs> or, or no, I think it's booty sweat. Yeah, booty Some sweat. Shit like that, and a yeah. bust a nut bar. Bust a nut. That's <laughs> his own candy bar. That was a bust a nut bar. And Jack Black. That Jack was Black's my... cocaine addiction. Yeah, he's like on the fuck, he's like on the tree all tied I up when, i love when he's on the tree and uh and it comes out that the the dude is uh is gay when he mentions he's like the the, the gay rapper when they mm. find out that he's gay and he goes you must have somebody at home that you're like waiting for and they're like come on what's their name he goes lance he like lets it slip and they're like lance that's like that's a guy's name. <laughs> he's like i said nance i, I said and then nance. jack black is like Alpha. He's like going through like he's, he's like detoxing and shit. And shit. Yeah. So he's like, I swear to God, if you let me off this tree, I'll suck, I'll suck your dick right now. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not gay. Cradle the balls. Cradle the balls. I'll be Play so gentle. The... <laughs> Play with the tape. <laughs> Just whatever. swallow the gravy. Come on, big boy. <laughs> he's like out of it, bro. Oh, that is a really fucking good movie. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, it's your mm. turn. Go ahead. So I have uh, so take Tropic Thunder out. Super bad. Ah, uh, that's on mine. Yeah, it's definitely on mine. Dude, I couldn't that, miss that. That's one of those movies that I probably on my list of the top ten. That's probably on my top five as far as most viewed. Mm. Anytime that's on, it don't matter what part of the movie it is. You're watching. I'm it. watching exactly. that shit. It's such like. It doesn't matter. It's Such one of those movies you could movie. be all the way at the end and you're like, man, there's only 10 minutes left. I Fuck it, let's this. do it, yeah. Because every on. single part of that movie is just hilarious. And Whenever just... you, no matter where you started off in, uh, the ooh. rest of the movie kind of re- reminds you of any part that you missed. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's one of those perfect films where it's like you can miss anything, but as long as you've seen it once. You've seen it, yeah. Like you watch it again, you're, it doesn't fucking matter. No, that's 100% because uh, like I'll just randomly, like you said, like I'll it'll be on TV and it'll be halfway through. And I'll just like think of just random things that I have that I haven't seen because you know I came in halfway in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm just laughing my ass off like the beginning scene when what's his name just fucking hucks a loogie on him, and calls him a fucking <laughs> faggot. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's like I'm having a party. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking faggot, dude. <laughs> I love the part where he's uh, in the home ec class and he's and he's just talking. Fuck me, right? He like he gets super real with the yeah. teacher. He's just like, he's like no, no offense. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to mock your profession or anything. Right. But we all know this is a bullshit class. Bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. We're all here to get an A. That's it. Like, I'm not going to use any of this stuff. It's not useful to me in any <laughs> It's so uh, fucking funny, dude. And that's another one. Uh, it's super quotable. Like, and it's like random parts. Like, remember that part where they're playing soccer? He's like. Oh, go piss yeah. your pants. He's like, that was 10 years that ago. Was like 10 people years don't ago. fuck or people don't forget. 
the thing that I like about uh, that movie because I considered my one of my first thoughts was I tried to go different genres for each movie too. Right. So I thought about oh the teen comedy like the classic like raunchy teen comedy mm-hmm. which was probably made popularized I think for our generation mostly with American Pie. Yeah, so like early 2000s. Like obviously and like at the generation before us had like the Animal House like the Revenge of the Nerds stuff like that, you know what I mean? Mhm. Um but uh I think I think American Pie the first one is 99, so technically yeah, you can't you can't put that's it why in I there. Didn't any, put it in but there. I still think that Superbad is a much better movie overall. I agree 100%. Uh but where was I going with this? I was going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> something very very thought provoking. Do you have the uh over Oh there. yeah, right here. Thank you, thank you. Cracking open a cold one. Cracking open a semi cold one. No, but I it was like that the uh, that thing that we were talking about where I really appreciated it when I watched it as a kid because right. it felt like a movie that was made by actual teenagers, mm-hmm. which it was because uh, Seth Rogen and I, I think ro- his his co writer Evan Goldstein or Goldblum something like that. They, yeah. you know, they, they wrote it partner, like when they're like they wrote it when they were or... in no younger than oh, that. they were like... in middle school when they oh, started wow. writing it. They were both in like Hebrew school. And then they, they didn't finish it until they were in like high school or something like that. So they what, spent like school? a decade working on it. <laughs> so basically, um, yeah, that's why it feels so genuine because mm-hmm. I feel like as much as I like American Pie and it is like a very much a time capsule of that era. But so, but we weren't that age, you know what I mean? It's such a it's such a like polished version of what it is to be like a teenager, anyways. True. Whereas Superbad is so real, it's <laughs> yeah. so over the top at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of like watching The Office, where you're like, this is so preposterous, but at the same time, you're like, there's this level of realism mm-hmm. to it that is such an appealing like element. Well, no, for sure. Like like I said with uh with Superbad, there's. You, you go to you remember your any high school party that you had there was a scene from super bad and wasn't yeah. maybe not ex- that exaggerated mm-hmm. but that happened to you you know what i mean mm-hmm. smuggling the fucking alcohol in the yeah, church yeah. and shit like that <laughs> the like you know sh- like this random shit like that you know well, when the kids are drinking have... it and they're burping <laughs> bubbles yeah. fucking ridiculous dude they're going to uh, die it's all right that's where the tide that's where the tide pod <laughs> challenge really started that shit is fucking hilarious <coughs> you know i i never had to experience uh, the whole getting a fake id thing but it felt super genuine mm-hmm. so like because you know somebody that would totally fuck up getting their fake id in that way everybody oh, knows someone that would do something mm-hmm. stupid as calling themselves mclovin, McLovin. i like when muhammad he, when McLovin. <laughs> muhammad is the most common name in the fucking world read, read a, a fucking book, book. <laughs> It was between that or Muhammad. Why the, the fuck, fuck would it be between that and Muhammad? <laughs> oh. He's like, McLovin? McLovin? One name? One what are you, Seal? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. That movie's so quotable. Like, it's from Hawaii. I mean, I, I guess that's hard to track. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> dude, everything about that fucking movie is brilliant. And I think it's mm-hmm. it's so perfect. I think it's like this... I feel like you can watch American Pie and go... Oh yeah, this is like definitely what they considered like raunchy teen comedies mm-hmm. during that time period. But I think that only holds up for so long. Like it starts to feel like aggressively dated as time right. goes on, and you and you there's a little bit of a nostalgia element to watching that still. So that's that's appealing in its own way. But I think to make something super timeless. That's where I would go to super bad over mm. American Pie any day of the week. Nah, dude. And honestly, the casting on it was perfect. And that's another thing that yeah. I was like watching back now as like an adult watching American mm-hmm. Pie. It's 
like you see these characters that are playing high schoolers and they look like they're 30. You know what well, I mean? The guy who played McLovin was only like 16. That's what I say. Literally, he had to have his mom in the. When he did the sex yeah, scene. Yeah, when he did yeah. the sex oh, scene. That's so awkward. All dude. these, like, they were literally like that age. So, like, it just was, like you said, it had that realistic feel to it. Uh, Ooh. All right, so you're go. All right, let's see. Well, I can cross that oh, off. Oh, your fucking, fucking video list. froze. Oh, mine froze? Yeah. Okay. I've already, I feel like I've already talked about this one, so I'm going to skip this one and go into another one. Uh, Beer Fest. Oh, okay. Beer Fest. And, and basically, I also want to kind of like put in parentheses anything by the Broken Lizards uh, group, which is the guy that make the guys that make those Super movies. Troopers. Super uh, Troopers. Your, not Yarchup. Um, Beer Fest. Was it Yarchup? Mm, I don't no, think so. I don't think so. Uh, Super Troopers, Beer Fest. Uh, what is it? Club Dread, which was like almost like their version of like a horror parody. It was I don't like think I watched that one. Oh fuck, you haven't seen? I don't that? think so. It's it doesn't sound familiar. So I might. I mean, it, I watch a lot. It's of It's essentially fucking the movies. same premise as like Scary Movie. <clears throat> okay. Like, but there it's their own twist on it because mm. Scary Movie is like that small town, you know, mystery murder. Yeah, yeah. Like Scary Movie. This was like the, uh, you go on like a tropical island, go to like a retreat, and mm. like there's this crazy murderer you know like going around it's it's fucking it's hilarious dude mm-hmm. it's this funny ass movie I'm where have to check that one the, out whole, then. the whole premise is like the guy the murderer was this guy who got his dick chopped off <laughs> by like a witch or something like that and he roams the uh, the, the, the the jungle around the amusement just park haunting everyone that got built and like yeah he's he goes around chopping people's dicks off or something i think it's like uh, and there's like a character in it. It's called like the 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 amusement park is called like Coconut Pete's Paradise. Mm-hmm. And the guy Coconut Pete is um he's like this fucking rip off of um who is it? Is it Jimmy Buffett that does uh Margaritaville? Yeah, Jimmy Buffett. So he he <laughs> they they're all sitting around the fire and he's playing songs and a girl in her twenties yells out, she's like, Play Margaritaville <laughs> and then everyone's like they're all like oh shit. Yeah. And he goes, Lose he, shit. He, he's like, huh, I, I think you mean Pina Colada Berg, my song that came out 10 fucking years before Jimmy Buffett put out his little song. But you wouldn't know that, would you? Because you're only fucking 12 years old, you little bitch. And, he, and then they have to grab him and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, He's just like, get the fuck out of my eyes. He starts flipping out. So I constantly quote like that fucking movie, like Pina Colada Berg sets me off whenever I see Margaritaville play on something. I always go, Pina, play Pina Colada Berg. Oh. Oh my god, yeah, no, it's it's great. It's like their uh, own version of like a they it's completely original though. It's not mm-hmm. like they copied scary movie in any way. Right. It has their its own little thing, like yeah. way, way different. And uh you in the same sense that like when you watch scary movie the, for the first time, you're kind of just like, How is this gonna like how are they gonna work any of this into it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's a making fun of a bunch of movies. Where I th- I feel like scary movie is making fun of like scary movies from that specific era. You right. Know I mean? No. No. Definitely. It's a lot of pop thing. culture references. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it necessarily like it doesn't <clears throat> resonate with uh, an audience that will watch it like twenty years later. That's the who biggest have, problem. Who didn't grow with up. Scary movies. When you and shit like when that's you very make time capsuled. <laughs> exactly. It's like every single movie is just pop culture references. Mm-hmm. So there's the problem with that. You know what I mean? It's great. 
at the right time. when yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. out. And when it's relevant. But once it's past 10 years, if you show that movie to someone who's like 12 years old, 15 years old now, they will not get a single fucking reference. Well, that's why Family Guy is so <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Don't so get me terrible. started on that shit. Okay, so before we get too derailed, yeah, we won't go on that. <laughs> <laughs> but Club Dread, instead of being like mm. pop culture references, it's making fun of tropes of like horror movies. Okay. So like the idea that the killer never dies, instead of it being a specific scene from a movie where a killer doesn't die, and you'd have to have seen that movie to get that reference. Gotcha. You understand by your knowledge of horror movies. That's how come I love them or like that movie Cabin in the Woods. Yes, um, great movie. For that same reason. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. it's just, you know, coming at you with all the mm-hmm. generic bullshit that you would typically see in a horror movie yeah. or a scary movie. And but it, it just, turns it on its head. Exactly. Yeah. Does it so well. I'm going to yeah. have to check that out, though. Club Dread, I'm telling you, you'll check really like out. it, man. Okay. Go All ahead. right. So, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, that was on mine originally. I took was it off. Was it? Yeah. Dude, that's that's one of those movies. So that one, put the um, pussy on the pedestal. <laughs> on the fucking <laughs> the pedestal. Put a pussy on the pedestal. I just love go Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and the funny thing is, they were actually uh, they ripping, were ripping his, his real fucking hair, hair, off. hair yeah. off of his chest. The reactions and were entirely real. Everything, genuine. everything he said. And when uh, the black dude leaves, that was real too. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't fucking take this. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. He's like, oh you God. need to keep your bitch on a leash. <laughs> oh my God, that was the best. Dude, you remember Kevin Hart was in that movie? Yes, yeah. yeah. I, he he starts to fight with him. He's just like he's like, nah, come on, man, you can't like help me out. Like he's with just, a with stereo he, or something. He's just like, why well, you got to be a bitch for? He's like, see, you wanted. He's like, now you got one. <laughs> he gets in his face, and then the, I love when the Indian guy goes by Steve Carell. He's like, forecast fifty percent chance of drive by. <laughs> Dude, that movie. Seth Rogen was in that. Uh, he he Dude, was so. so many, Paul Rudd, uh, Seth Rogen, uh, fucking, well, Steve Carell, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mindy Kaling from from The Office. Yeah. It's funny because that that whole era of like early two thousands. Uh, whenever somebody from The Office would get a movie, you'd always see someone else from The Office in uh, there. Yeah. They would always get. I think that they always like helped them get a part in it or something like that. Yeah, and and the thing is like, I mean, obviously, the, just the chemistry. I'm sure on The Office itself, they already mm-hmm. have. Like, you know, that tight yeah, yeah. little thing. So it's like, it makes sense. But it's sense. also like a great Easter egg. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. when you're a fan of The Office, even if the mm-hmm. movie is shitty, which most of them were, <laughs> you, you would always be like, oh my God, there's there's Jim. And oh my yeah. God, there's this. Like, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Fucking dope. No, but that movie is, that's a timeless fucking movie. Fuck that's a classic for that sure. One. Love that one. It's such a great <clears throat> premise, such an original premise. You've oh, got yeah. this guy who's basically <clears throat> all but given up on having sex. He's he's basically ready to live the rest of his life a As virgin, a virgin and just yeah. be a weirdo. He's Ginger a really song. sweet, awesome dude. Yeah. But um, really into comics and action figures. He, he he's just given up. He's had so many opportunities when he was younger, but every one of them went bad. So it kind of left him with almost <laughs> like PTSD. Job. Oh <laughs> god! Braces. This oh. is my first time. Or when the girl like, starts oh. sucking his toes and he fucking kicks her in the teeth. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh it's so fantastic. Fucking. And the funny thing is too, like you were saying, it was it's such an original like premise. It's great, yeah. And it's so weird. Like when you think about it now, it's like how did no one not think about this? Because it's one of those things that's like it's such a relatable thing in a sense. Like it happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone either knows someone or has heard a story about that before this movie didn't even come out. Mm-hmm. But just the way like Steve Carell just fucking killed it. Yeah. Like he just was he was the forty year old virgin? You know what I mean? No, he. Well, I think he co-wrote it. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I think he co-wrote it with somebody. Yeah. I so I mean, 
Well, because that's a isn't that a Judd Apatow or Ap- Judd Apatow? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, oh, okay. he might have co-wrote it with him. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he 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 wrote it. At the very least, he co-wrote it. That's a good fucking movie, though. Okay. All right, so you're up to go. Not this one. Oh God. Hot tub time machine, baby. Okay, okay. I'm not mad at that I one. I fucking love. I'm not mad at hot that one. tub time machine. Not the second one. Yeah. The second the, one kind most of. Most comedies, the second ones are. Yeah, yeah, you really can't you really can't <laughs> expect much on it when no, it comes no. to making a sequel to something like that, especially when you do something very, that's very, very far like, few in between. Fire in the pan, like you know what I mean? Like it's like lightning in a fucking bottle. Oh no, if you for make sure. one of those, imagine if they made a super bad two. How <sighs> much of a shit show that would yeah, be? No, where it follows them into college or something? Mm-mm. Oh god, I, I I would. There's there's like I said, there's very few movies that the sequel. Like, American Pie really heart. shot itself in the foot because they kept making those fucking like, movies every fucking two years. They're like Sophomore American Pie year. too, and then they just started Junior doing the year. the Bandcamp, the DVD and, uh, straight to DVD movies. Yeah, and I think pretty much the only person that was like connected from the originals the was dad. the dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which made no fucking sense. I I don't understand. He but, was the only actor that was like, okay, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Fuck it. And I don't hate those movies in any way, but they're definitely they diminish the quality yeah. when it comes to the first movie. Like as time goes on, they just kind of become this like soulless cash grabs. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of like I was talking about earlier. And they get more, progressively more raunchy too. There's way more yeah. shots of tits, way more like uh, jokes. What, about what was like? Was it like Naked like Mile was one of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tell like you right Stifler's now though, when I was like... a kid, I jerked off to that movie so much, so much. So I know what to get you for Whenever, your birthday. That scene where the where they where the Naked Mile starts. Uh-huh. Okay, there's a scene where it starts. And uh, the the three main characters show up, and they're like, God, "What are you guys not going to do it?" And they're like, ah, "I don't know, I don't know." And then the three main girls just all go. Uh, I was like, "Fucking shot!" <laughs> was shooting ropes. Mia dude. Khalifa shooting ropes, bro. <laughs> like Spider Man just swinging webs. <laughs> <laughs> Caught my dog, uh, pulled him over to me. <laughs> get over here, <laughs> finish him. <laughs> Uh, fatality. <laughs> no, but, Flawless victory. So, Hot Tub Time Machine, dude. Again, okay. another fucking amazing premise. It falls more into, like, the ridiculous side of things. But yeah, right, right. when it comes to things like a comedy, that's never a bad thing. If, yeah, if you do it right. You can ba- And it's. I feel like this movie's balanced so well. Because the, the, the main premise of the film, I think what's important with the comedies <clears throat> is that the main premise is something actually serious and relatable. So when right. you look at something like Superbad, obviously the circumstances are ridiculous, right? But the main focus the is core, on... The, yeah. the, the, main, the core of it is that these two friends who have been with each other for years are separating, are from, separating yeah. from each other and going off onto their separate paths into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And it's something we can all kind of relate to. We've all had friends. We've all lost friends in these kind of situations, you know? So... It feels like super genuine, super relatable, and I'm sure when they wrote the movie, Seth Rogen and his buddy, they were probably thinking, you know, one day we'll go to college, and we're gonna wind up like, you know, falling Seth, away yeah. from each other, you know. So I, I, I'm sure that led to a lot of real, like, intimate moments where they just thought, like, yeah, let's they. That's why it writes so genuine. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with something like Hot Tub Time Machine, where it's a, it's essentially a group of friends, who were all super close back when they were younger mm. but as time went on as things naturally goes, do yeah. you know your friendships sort of like take a back burner to the rest of the world and to your life your marriages whatever that might be <clears throat> so they all kind of go off and they do their own thing and the, the whole premise is that this one character 
played by oh my god i know his name dude which character uh, the I... one who's lou the bald one i do oh. i know i know his name oh man oh it's on the cordray one. something cordray uh his Josh. last name's cordray not jo- uh, uh whatever whatever anyway he's a comedian that's another like really well casted movie yes I, I, like it john cusack perfect. it's got uh craig robinson uh, <laughs> from the office <laughs> yeah yeah right uh, no but um so he essentially the, the weird little the young one i don't uh, know his name to be honest with you but he's also in the office yeah the later yeah, seasons. Yeah. that's interesting yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah so they he basically reaches out to each one of his friends from years ago back when they were they were best of friends when they were like the last time they all were really close was back in like the 80s right when they were all like right out of high school i think something around that time yeah period. i think it was like yeah I think it was so. like late teens early adulthood time for them and he's trying to get them all back together to just hang out and stuff and they're all just blowing him off because he's a total asshole and he's mm. pain in the ass he's that friend that you love but you don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> right, right. You love from afar. That's him. So he winds up uh, in the hospital because he tries to kill himself. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> but it's funny. The way he tries to kill himself is actually hilarious. Uh. And then he gets in the hospital, and then they all feel like this level of guilt wash over them where they feel now obligated to hang out with him mm-hmm. and rekindle their friendship, at least so that he doesn't try and kill himself again. Yeah. And it's just the circumstances are so great because they go away to this cabin to relive their youth but the cabin is fucking torn to shambles it looks like the shit. whole resort the town looks like shit uh-huh. the shops are boarded up it looks terrible it's in no way the way they remember it which is kind of a cool metaphor for the way you think about nostalgia you know what i mean like everything seems great from afar right. from a distance looking back on these memories they're great Until you get up close when you get up and close and you like, remember oh, what the fuck? oh yeah that girl that i've been fucking uh, thinking about for the past 30 years she cheated on me with my cousin and i totally forgot about that <laughs> like shit like that you know what i mean like memories things like nostalgia always seem great from a distance but right. when you actually get back to those places then which the, the, i thought that that illustrated it really well you know what i no, mean no it definitely was a good one like i said i really like the cast of that but one. they they get there the the, the the hot tub is like a time machine that transports them back into their younger bodies <laughs> And they have to relive the like the last weekend that they spent there. And it's this amazing hijinks and hilarious circumstances that they get put into mm. that are just fucking incredible. And then the, I think the ending is the best part when they find when they eventually, you know, get back uh-huh. and like how what what's happened to the world is fucking amazing. <laughs> go ahead. Dude, man. yeah, I haven't seen that one in so long. That's another one I'm gonna have to go back and watch again because it's really been a good. minute. Really solid. Alrighty, so also, the du- the douchebag uh, Snow Patrol guy is the guy that plays the uh, the winter the Winter Soldier in the Marvel movies. You know. Oh, for real, Bucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Bucky. It's uh, that's the that's the douchebag like uh, <sighs> fucking Snow Patrol guy that's uh, started really? the fight with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he had like it, okay. <laughs> or do you remember the, the fucking guy who got his arm cut off? Yeah. <laughs> From the fucking thing. There's, they, they meet this guy uh, when they get to the fucking resort, this guy who's got like a limp, like dead limp. That's the guy that plays in uh, Back to the Future, the dad. Yes. So like uh, uh, he's in like this terrible disposition constantly where he has a bad mood. <laughs> and obviously it's because he got his fucking arm chopped off and like sewn back on, but he can't use it. Yeah, just when they travel back in time, dead. he's got both of his arms and they both work. So they freak out and they grab him and they think he's some type of spy or something. <laughs> and, and, and he's, he's screaming. He's like, whoa. Ah, ah. And, and he's like, are you, are you robbing or are you raping? <laughs> and, and then they look at each other and he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
are we robbing or are we raping? <laughs> he's like, neither. What neither, the fuck neither. are you talking about? And he's like, uh, look at his arm. And they fucking like rip his like arm, like the, the, the fucking sleeve. sleeve. And, shit, yeah. and he's just like, it's fake. It's got to be fake. It's real. It's got freckles and shit. <laughs> uh, no, that, that movie's that ridiculous. One. So another one on my list. Pineapple Express. I've got that on my list. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's that's probably like my favorite, just not just, I mean, it, it falls under the category of like stoner comedy. Definitely. Um, But it's probably like one of my favorite stoner comedies, but it's also just comedy wise, yes. just in, in general. So fucking funny. I quote that movie constantly. Just about every day. I quote <laughs> it. I quote the uh, PG like version of it because I like I've told <laughs> yeah, you before yeah. I think it's the funniest version out of uh, uh instead of the R-rated one where mm -hmm. they use all the cursing and stuff like that I so much more prefer the version that they censor because I think it's hilarious like the words that they replace it with yeah. it makes me it cracks me up every single fucking time yeah. instead Ooh. of motherfucker he says uh muckalucka muckalucka yeah <laughs> this muckalucka <laughs> who's that Craig yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I He's love like, that fucking movie so much. <laughs> like I said, there's so many quotable movies. And Matheson. He's like, it was just here. He like dips his hand right into the macaroni. He's like squeezing it. He's like, where's your gun? He's like, I'll kill motherfuckers with my bare hands. He's like, get your fucking gun. <laughs> I forgot that shit, dude. Oh, my uh, God. He's like, what about your sack? Oh, it's all fucked up, man. Oh, that's, that's terrible. I meant like your bag of weed. He's like, oh, yeah, we could totally sell that man <laughs> he runs back to the apartment and he goes uh he's like when he freaks out and he's like dude get just, whatever we can get the drugs get the, the get the drinks get the water get the roll-ups get the roll snacks, snacks get the snacks he's like he's like a fucking burger king chicken fries he's like you just threw up all over my printer man what the fuck he's like how'd you get how the monkeys did you get in here but i still to my demise Saul's moments have I the most hurricane season was over i, I, I that, say that every I say that all fucking the time. year dude i like, said that always. to Benexi the other day I, I got into the car uh, and it was storming and I go, and she was like, uh, there must be like a hurricane or something. I go, I thought, I thought hurricane season was over. And she was like, uh, no, not really. Yeah. Just start. And I was like, yeah. it, uh, yeah. it's a, just forget it. Just forget it's a it. thing, man. It's a thing. it's a thing. I don't want to get into it. It's so uh, fucking the cross joint. I can't even light this shit by myself, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the, the fucking, when uh, they have what's his name tied up. And the fucking duct tape, and oh, they got the cactus. <laughs> it's a weapon. You can fucking stab him with the. Like, I know I've been a real asshole to you guys. Just, if you go out the back door, uh, I'll, you, you, they were this, just here. They, they just ran go, out. go, 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 go. You can catch them. <laughs> and they drops in the trash can. He's like, "What do you do? We need the run." He's like, "I'm already in here, man." <laughs> dude, yeah, Such yeah. A fucking... it's like, dude, I already jumped in. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> Everything dude, about that movie is so, so fucking, fucking perfect. Amazing. I love that. I, that's it's seriously so probably like one of my favorites ever. Yeah, it's <laughs> so just one of those funny. movies that's so goddamn funny you can't help but love it. No, for sure. There's yeah, there's there's absolutely. I honestly, I can't. I'm trying to think. If there's anything bad I can say about that movie, it's not like incredibly, it's not like the cinematography isn't amazing. It's yeah. not like this masterpiece of like to visually look at. But, still, but honestly, I mean, like you would not good. give two fucks if you watched that movie. It's so fucking good in terms of quality for script. Mm -hmm. And the acting is fantastic. Oh, like, no, for sure. I, I didn't know, like you you think James Franco is this super fucking pothead and stuff. He didn't he smoke at all. He doesn't smoke. Nope. 
He's not a smoker. He, he just said he would pretend like he was looking into the sun. That's that's perfect. <laughs> that's that's exactly what he like, said. He that's exactly like... how he... <laughs> he plays it so uh, fucking well, dude. I love the part where he's like... Prepare oh. to prematurely evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, get the fuck out of my car. I can't believe you even thought that was an option. He's like, oh, you're, you're, you're right. You're, you're right. right. <laughs> Dude, Dude I, I remember the um, uh, stabs the him with the fucking fork. The no, that's my drug dealer. He's good. Where they're in the tree, <laughs> in the tree, and he's like, he's bro, bro, you, bro, you know, like how he, he, talk, he turns to me, he's like, Dude, you know how they say, like, you should never dip your pen in company ink? So, yeah, I'm he's glad. like, I'm totally glad I dipped in your ink, you know bro. What I mean, and man? then he's just like, Yeah, yeah, what? Cool. He's like, You get it. Like, I'm glad, like, you know, they say, don't dip your ink and he's like i'm just glad i dipped my ink in your company he's just like so fucking <laughs> stupid about it just like whatever it's retarded oh my god oh fucking that's, amazing that movie is so fucking funny that's yeah like i said one of my top okay top, that top, was top. Yours. let me see let me see let me see let me see so it looks oh. like this episode is just gonna be a johnny rocket dedicated oh, episode seriously? we're already at an hour holy shit <laughs> yeah okay i'm gonna move on to something that like i all right uh kung fu hustle is that the one? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you're not sure about this. This is great because if you haven't seen, no, no, I, I are know. Are you thinking about Kung Pao? I am thinking of Kung Pao. So I, I have seen Kung Fu Hustle, but I every time like I okay. get those two mixed up. No, Kung Fu uh, Hustle <laughs> is a fucking masterpiece. Okay, it's fantastic because it's both like an incredible like classic kung fu movie mm. where it's like. Uh, all of the fighting and stuff like that is done by actual like martial artists yeah. and everything. And it's an actual, I, I, I believe I can't remember if it's Chinese or Korean, to be honest with you. I don't remember. I, I believe it's Chinese. I believe it's Chinese. Sorry if I'm wrong about that, but, um, <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. It's just this fucking amazing comedy, but I only will watch it if there's the English dub to it because it's so fucking funny. It's, uh, it's it's funny when you watch it like subbed and it's still the Japanese <clears throat> voice acting and it's like the normal, but it's so much more funny. In English, the voices are ridiculous. They're <laughs> the goofy. subs are always They're there. so insane. <laughs> or the dubs, yeah. The, the main character's voice, uh, all the other characters' voices are insane. They're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the things that they have them say, the translations are all fucking hilarious and weird. And it's so fucking entertaining to watch on just a kung fu standpoint, you're like, damn, this shit is so fucking awesome. God damn it, this is so fucking cool. It's so over the top. It's like it's like if you've ever wanted to watch a live action anime, mm -hmm. they're all terrible. This is the one exception. True. This is I never even thought the, of it like that. If if you ever thought what would be a live action anime done right? Mm -hmm. It's this fucking movie. Kung Fu Hustle. Watch the movie. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> if you ever wanted to go, I wonder what a Dragon Ball fight would look like in right. real life. This is what it would fucking be like. I'm not, I'm not mad at that choice then. Yeah, I'm and mad. it's fucking hilarious. It kills me every time, dude. So this one... So, um... <laughs> dude, there's like, a, there's like a three minute fucking scene of him trying to throw a knife. <laughs> And he just keeps stabbing himself. Trying, dude, uh, to be honest, with you, I haven't seen that movie since I was a fucking kid. Like the the, the whole like there's this there's this lady that he's like sent to fucking assassinate or something. Right, like, right. The main he's character, missing, and... and he's got a knife, and he's just like one, two. <laughs> and he like stabs himself. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> or like they'll they'll like go and throw. Or no, it's someone else goes to throw it. So he like he's like one, 
to and then he pulls back and then he stabs him and he's like oh god <laughs> and then he's like all right we'll we'll fix this we'll fix this you throw the knife this time and he throws it and it comes back and stabs him again and it, it's like minutes long of him yeah, just yeah. keep he keep but it it works so well. It's like not one of those jokes where it overstates its welcome. Mm -hmm. Like they find a way to keep making it interesting. There's a few like where you, that they can get away with that where it's just those long jokes, but it's yes. like it, the, the longer it goes, the funnier it gets, but they find the perfect time where you cut it off right there. Cause mm -hmm. if not, it gets like to the point where it's like, okay, we get it. We fucking get it. <laughs> but there's this like golden little area, that little fine line. That's, that's where comedy, um, that's where comedy rides. lives. That's just, where it lives. Yeah, that's where it, that's where right it thrives there. right mm -hmm. there. Every comedian or joke writer <clears throat> or anything wants to find that fucking area right. where you can make the joke last as long line, as possible yeah. without letting it fucking uh, fizzle lose out its, and yeah. just lose its. And, and that's tough. It you is. have to either have a really great, like, fresh joke that <clears throat> that just really approaches an idea in an, in an interesting way, or you have to really know how to craft a joke. Mm -hmm. And if you meet those two things together, if you're great at crafting a joke, and you have this amazing idea. That's when you get magic, like like a fucking something like Pineapple Express. Well, talking like my next one that I'm gonna that I'm gonna tell you. I feel like that fits perfect for that, which is old school. Oh, that was on my list, and I took it off. Dude, See, I, I I also <laughs> thought about this. I was like, what might Julian put on his list? God, so I wanted yeah. to take some stuff off there because I was like, you might put some of these on right, there. Right, right, right. And I kind of had a feeling. I Dude, some of them I still left on there. Movie. It's so good. It's Dude, so it's, fucking funny. That's one of those ones where the story is perfect. It's one of those relatable, mm -hmm. you know, things. But it's so just, it's so perfect and so just outrageous. When they tie the, <laughs> the cinder blocks to their fucking their balls. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. But he's like, yeah, the <laughs> fucking the, the fat, fat black guy. guy just fucking falls. Ah! You see his so little they, ass cheeks, the silly do, There's a scene where it's a it's a bunch of like uh, middle aged men. And it, yeah. So it's it's Owen Wilson's brother. I forget what his name is. Uh, uh, like Tom Wilson or um, some shit like that. John Wilson, whatever. Yeah, uh, Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell. They uh <laughs> they all kind of <laughs> fall into the circumstance where they decide uh, just by happenstance to start their own fraternity. Mm-hmm. Because they live like off of campus of a college university like a, or something, like some loophole, some loophole that they yeah. found that they could start their own uh, fraternity <laughs> without technically being affiliated with the school mm. while also being affiliated with the school. It's a ridiculous plot, but it, the it, it's fine. The fucking dean, uh, the, the guy uh, from uh, Entourage, yeah, plays the oh, agent. What the fuck is his name? I can't I, remember. I can't remember He's it. fucking it's fantastic. Yeah, terrible in that movie. Um, <laughs> what's it called? But basically, Let there's me take a, a piss real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I'll I'll talk about the movie. There's a scene essentially where the uh, where they they do like an initiation, like a fraternity naturally would do, where they have all of the people pledging to be a part of the fraternity lined up on the edge of a building, like probably second, third, or fourth floor, something like that, right? They're all standing on the edge with their pants down their ankles, and the characters are talking, and uh, the the main character goes, "Now you might be wondering to yourself." Why you're standing at the edge of a building? Why we're on the so-and-so floor? You might also be wondering why you're holding a cinder block. Why that cinder block has a rope tied around it. And then you might also wonder why that rope is firmly secured to your penis. <laughs> to your penis. 
and then you you quickly realize that the initiation is that they're supposed to trust that they're the the sorority the, the fraternity guys it's a trusting like a uh, ritual or whatever where they're supposed to trust that they gave them enough slack on the, the ropes, ropes yeah so that when they drop the cinder block however many stories high they are <laughs> it'll hit the ground with enough fucking uh, slack that it won't yank their Tug, fucking yeah. dick and balls off so everyone drops some and it's like a sigh of relief and you get the giant fat black dude drops it <laughs> and it goes right into a manhole oh. and he, he flies off <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, there's so many fucking like there's the scene where uh Oh, fucking Will Ferrell's character gets all fucked up. Tranked, yeah. When he tranquilizes himself. With no, no, not he, oh, that's another one. Yeah, and he's making out with what's his name. It's the, it's the dude who played uh, Stifler yeah. in American Pie. He's uh, got like a fake mullet on, and he's like an animal he wrangler. Fucking kicks or something. him in back into the fucking pool. He goes, "What is this?" He's like, "That's a trank dart, man. That that thing will take down a raging <laughs> elephant." And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" He's like, ne- "My favorite part in that is the the way that the audio changes because yeah. I, I I've been Please. doing." this impression crazy, for years man. it's like you're fucking crazy he's like you're crazy man you're, you're fucking crazy man you're crazy man <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and he fucking like dives into the water and just start dying immediately hello darkness my, my old friend, friend. <laughs> you're my boy blue uh, I also love the blowjob scene where the fucking uh, Andy Dick is the uh, instructor. He's oh, like, hey, yeah. you think it's funny? It's a, a sailor prematurely ejaculates in your eye, and that's why I now have a lazy eye. <laughs> it's like, good fucking God. Oh, or he's man. running naked. He's like, everyone's doing it. We're going through the corridor. Nobody's doing it. And then his wife pulls up. You think KFC's still <laughs> oh, they're, they're, they're right back there. <laughs> holy Ooh. shit just just the beginning of the movie where he where the main character comes home to his wife <laughs> and she's watching porn and and he's like <laughs> he's like oh it's thank like god i thought i thought you were ah oh, you don't even want to know what i thought he thought she was cheating on him and then they're talking and stuff and then all of a sudden out of the bathroom comes a naked dude with a blindfold yeah. on like hello and then later on that scene like you just hear after like everyone's left from that from mm-hmm. that, you just hear the doorbell ring, and he answers it, looks around. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> that guy, the the guy for the the guy who said that, the here for the gangbang guy. Isn't he like the right? He's also in. Uh, I don't know, but he's also in the Hangover. Like you know when you see little Easter eggs from other movies. So uh-huh. he's also in the Hangover in that scene where they get into the elevator when they first get to Vegas. Oh, and he's he's like yeah, getting yeah, like yeah. a blowjob from the girl, and the elevator opens, and he's like. Like puts his pants yeah. on and stuff, and they get in with him. The same guy. He's wearing the same like everything. Oh, that's funny. And and the same wedding band from old school is the same wedding band at the end of the Hangover. If you hadn't noticed that either, I didn't. It's just from watching these movies so mm-hmm. much that I like. So I was like, same holy fuck, it's the same exact. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's cool. I, I don't know Multiverse. if it's the same writer or the same director, yeah. but. You know, when people like to have those kind of Easter eggs, mm-hmm. I really appreciate shit like that. Yeah, it's no, great. it's always nice to see that little nod or wink to, like, other, <laughs> no, other comedies and I, shit. I, the thing that I quote the most probably from that movie is... Um, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> no, uh, I always quote the, the song where he's, when I see that fucking look in your return around. Dude, every time I hear that song, I, that's what I play. <laughs> or uh, I love uh, when they're doing, like, the, uh, the like sporting events and stuff so they could actually be considered a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And we'll 
Farrell as wearing the mascot thing, and he gets fucking engulfed in flames, and he's like, <laughs> and the locker room's like, God damn it! He's just all fucking red and burnt. <laughs> and then the fat, the fat guy jumps on the little bouncy thing and like does the fucking flips and lands. Yeah, that was so ridiculous. So at the beginning of old school, they uh, they sing that song, you know, where it's like turn around every now and then again. Yeah. And then they they put like that fucking twist on it, it where like, like everyone's like, "What the?" And then it's like, "Okay, okay, whatever." <laughs> um, but at the end of the Hangover, when the when the band is playing, if you pay attention, they're actually doing like a um a, like an acoustic version of uh hey, uh, of Pimp by Fifty Cent. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, "You can have it your way." Uh, however oh you God, want yes it, it gonna is. back that thing up or should I push back on yeah. it <laughs> and like the old couple is dancing and they're like what the fuck oh. yeah same band dude same fucking that's band fucking t- fantastic awesome. I love shit like that man okay uh, let's see what else is on my list we're pretty much almost done with our list yeah I, I, I've I've got like a few One, left but two. okay for me this one it's almost like two Okay. Because it's technically two movies, but I feel like if you watch them together, I'm one, I'm talking about one specifically. I wonder if it's going to be one of the same ones I have. Get him to the Greek. Yep, I got Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I put yeah. Get him to the Greek in parentheses, you know, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but I feel like that movie's better than you, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, but if you watch them together... It's perfect. It's, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, like... You, you know, we talk about like those movies. It it, it it fulfills so many of the things that like the other movies we've talked about already on the list have. So like the thing that Tropic Th- Tropic Thunder does is that it's kind of like a cultural mockery of like Hollywood and like celebrity. Right. In general, I'm having like a staticky Are you? thing in my ear. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's better. Might yeah, it might have just been the headphone jack. Um, <clears throat> what's it called? Ooh. You know, like the thing with Tropic Thunder, where it's like the movie industry, Hollywood in general. This is more like the music industry. Right. Kind of does that, but this also has an incredible fucking original soundtrack to it. That's also really good, but also really <laughs> fucking funny. The fucking uh, rain and or the what was the fucking uh... African child? <laughs> the African child. I have crossed the mystic desert. And then the girls, uh, his ex- the music videos yeah. where he like births the little African child, <laughs> and it's just a jiggly piece of rubber. Dude, it's, it's so fucking. I, I love the interview uh, at the beginning where it's like an extra, like e. Extra oh yeah, thing. like an actual. And he's, he's like, you know, when I when I told them about my costume, I told them to envision like an African white, white space Christ, <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm not calling myself, you know, an African white Jesus. That I would never do that. That's not for me to say. That's that's for other people to say about me. You know? I honestly, <laughs> I thought P Diddy in that movie, Game of Week, was amazing hilarious yeah, yeah yeah he played that like that angry just crazy just like you don't know what the fuck's fucking about to happen right. he, he did but honestly i think that's how he is in real life so he, didn't, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. playing a fucking character Everything, he was just playing himself so much about that movie is just so fucking fantastic no it really is that's where it's like when it's they a really good one when they come up with the <clears throat> idea to send him there and he's he's talking to jonah hill and he basically goes you know he's a, you're gonna have to set him right the the premise of the movie is that jonah hill is a huge fan of one of the biggest rock stars to have ever lived, who's mm. called, who's played by Russell Brand's character, Aldous Snow. 
And so he's like off the rails, like became a drug addict again. I'm taking these off because it's getting so bad in my ears. Oh, for real? I'm just going to say fuck it. As long as it's not coming through for you, then Mm. it's fine. That's weird. So, um, like you can hear it popping, right? Oh, I can hear that now. Yeah. That's probably, that's definitely had some type of headphone thing. Okay. I think it's good now. It might've just been the plug here. I'm not sure. Anyways. So basically, um. They, they send him on this journey. It's basically like this. Uh, he, he works as like, I don't know, for like this record company. Yeah, it's like some. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what his job position is, but essentially <laughs> he goes off. Babysitter. He's like the liaison between yeah. him and the record company, essentially. And he's there to make sure that he performs at this anniversary event for his like greatest. Uh, Hits or gr- some shit I, like I think it was his biggest tour ever or something like that. They're doing like the 10 year anniversary of it. And now he's off the rails because if you watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall first, you'll see the same character, all this snow, mm-hmm. but he's not, he's been sober for years. Yeah. So a, this being the sequel, you see him after the movie and the sequel movie, so he's fucking good. He's completely off the rails, <laughs> drug addict, fucking like alcoholic again. Uh-huh. And it's fantastic. I love when he has Jonah Hill put the heroin in his bum. <laughs> and just in there at the fucking. He's like, when he goes to, to buy it and he's like, can we stop right here? I just want to get a pretzel. And he gets out and he's like, he's, He's not getting a pretzel, is he? To the to the driver, he's like, not the kind you put mustard on. <laughs> it's all it's all about the way that they fucking do these things. He goes up to the fucking person up front at the front desk. He's like, is there a, a guest of the name of H? <laughs> yeah, he goes e. to the front desk person. He's like, are you asking me if there's a guest named Heroin? Are you, is that what you asking yes. me right now? I, he's like, dude, do you understand how fucking ridiculous that is that you would come to my job and ask me if I can find you heroin? I don't know, man. Do you you know him or not? And he's like, yeah, I do. He'll be outside behind the buffet in 30 minutes. (laughs) Dude, Uh, there's a lot of people in that you don't realize because it's also one of those Hollywood movies. There's a bunch of like Mario Lopez is at the beginning. You know, they have to have all those celebrity interview people there Mm -hmm. to really make it feel like Like it's real real celebrity stuff, like extra and E! News and all that shit. Um, But there's also like a couple of hidden people in there, too, uh, too. Neil Brennan, the co-creator of Chappelle Show, makes a very quick cameo. When the drug dealer takes Jonah Hill to his place, uh-huh. remember oh, the guy who comes yeah. into his room? He's like, dude, give me my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Neil Brennan. And he's like, what are you going to do, dude? You're you not going to stab me in my room? And then it cuts to, and he's dr- and Jonah Hill's ah, driving him in his car. Like <laughs> where's where's the hospital? North Casino Way. And he's like, every road is North Casino Way. And then he carries him and drops uh, him in the front. He's like, why it. wouldn't you just take me inside? <laughs> oh, it's such a good one. It's fucking fantastic. The the music in that uh, is hilarious. And like I said, it all like all great comedies come from a place of like like reality some depth to them you know what right, i mean right. so we've got this character the main character who kind of feels like he's not living up to his fullest potential he's also got a little bit of like a hero worshiping complex with mm-hmm. this guy who he considers to be like this perfect idol this icon but then once he Pulls gets to know him scenes, you know yeah. it's it's like that classic case of like you don't want to meet your heroes yeah, you know definitely so uh, and then you've got the idol who's sort of reliving the fantasies of when he was like this great and amazing mm-hmm. guy who was uh, fulfilling. All and I didn't even mind like the, uh, the weird romantic, that wasn't even weird, but like with uh, him and the, whoever's ex-wife was or the, the mother of oh, the child. played by Rose Byrne. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, there was so much, like it was the acting and there it was, was so fucking on, yeah. good though. 
and it was convincing and it, it was just like you know it was heartfelt but it was just so funny and just outlandish and just mm-hmm. so crazy he's fucking <laughs> petting the furry wall Dude, just, what's in a jeffrey <laughs> my two favorite scenes in that movie my two favorite uh, scenes in that movie are uh one of the scenes where they where they drink absinthe and they're sitting at the bar. First of all, they have like this crazy fucking night when they drink absinthe uh-huh. and they start hallucinating and the music starts going crazy. But at one point they're sitting at the bar and uh, some girl walks by and uh, Russell Brand's character, Aldous Snow, goes, um, hello, love. And as she walks by and like and then uh, Jonah Hill's character like mimics him when another girl goes by the other way. He's like, all right, love. And then Russell Brand like looks at me. He's like, ah. I don't know if it's in the script or not, but it's fucking hilarious whenever I watch it. It's mm-hmm. just so it's like one of those moments where you're like, oh, that's hilarious. And the other one is when he stabs when Russell Brand stabs Jonah <laughs> Hill adrenaline. in the heart with the adrenaline because he's having like, a panic attack I love from that, the drugs. I love the camera angle. Yeah, where it's it just like, shoots <gasps> up with him and then he just kind of runs like a zombie and, and you see the girl throw the, 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 the pool ball at his head. <laughs> that shit dude is fucking it's amazing amazing, but it's also got some depth to it and like Mm -hmm. i said i feel like the best comedies come from a place of depth when you when you can find the funny in a situation that otherwise wouldn't be funny right right that's where you've made something brilliant for sure you've got like two friends who are who are afraid of losing each other of losing their youth going off in separate directions boom you're like you say that to somebody they're like there's nothing inherently funny about that well, that's because you don't have the personal experience <laughs> to make that funny. Right. Or Whereas someone like this does. We're in all of these different situations, when we're talking about these classic movies, like Superbad, Get Him to the Greek, I, I consider it a classic. I don't know. No, no I would too, honestly. Even, I'd say both of them. I would them, say though. Tropic Thunder, it takes it a much less serious approach. Right. I get the, the, like, the idea behind it, which is more so of... Uh, like this sort of like fading star dilemma of mm-hmm. like you feel like you're falling into obscurity you're not what you once were or anything like that it sort of touches upon that but it takes it it, it doesn't necessarily lean enough into it the depth of the characters to really uh explore that with them at all it, it constantly makes a joke out of it no matter mm-hmm. what so i'd say in that sense it's not as good yeah, but I mean, but that was the kind of like the the premise or the base, you know, yeah, of of that movie sure. was was basically think, just mocking. Honestly, that to whole me, that's s- just like a nitpick, anyways. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, whose so, turn is it? My turn. So this is actually my last one, and this is one that I just thought of randomly while we were going through our list, and it wasn't even on my list at all. But uh, I love you, man. Dude, that's on, dude. I love that it's fucking so movie, dude. And that's another one of those where it's it's so funny, but it's one of those relatable things. Mm-hmm. And like the way that it progresses, like you 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 get to a point where you're kind of like frustrated with the character, like just why are you doing the shit you're yes. doing? And then just like you I feel bad for him. And there's a common it's so fucking their chemistry with I, Paul Rudd and I think uh, it's really common Jason between Seagal, men. Siegel, whatever. Perfect. I think it's Siegel. Siegel, yeah. I love the. It's so fucking good. I think it's pretty common between like young guys to like be really interested in the like kind of buddy comedy mm-hmm. genre because you just like it always feels relatable to you and your best friend right. no matter what even if it's completely different than you guys you can it just got that vibe understand to the relationship exactly the dynamic between mm-hmm. the two and exactly so you're just like yeah I, I, I was like, oh yeah that's I can that's, I can, I can attach name? myself yeah. to this movie so easily it's mm-hmm. no fucking problem I love you man. 
100% on my fucking list. Mm. It's such a good, funny, quotable movie. It's got it all is. the great <laughs> shit in it that you want. It's got great cameos. The music is really fun. Like Dude, it's, it's not awesome. like a, original music. They're it's mostly like they play a lot of Rush mm. because that's one of the things. <laughs> that's that like they, a joke they, of the thing. They yeah. like they basically become friends over the fact that they're both of their favorite bands are Rush. Uh-huh. So it's funny like that they're constantly playing it and stuff. But um yeah man. I, that that movie's so fucking good, dude. When he gets into a fight with Lou Ferrigno on the boardwalk, <laughs> it's like, why, why did you push like, Lou Ferrigno? Like, hey, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk! Uh, like, first of all, stop, stop calling, calling me Hulk. Hulk. Stop calling me Hulk. He's like <laughs> the Paninis. Fuck you, Hulk! And he throws the fist. And he just catches his fist. And he's like, oh shit! And he puts him in a sleeper hold. He's like, he's putting me in a sleeper hold. And then he's on the phone. He's like, he's fighting Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> or when uh. The fucking dog just shits. He's just like, you're gonna, you're not gonna pick that up. He's like, nah, man. Best <laughs> scene. Best in. scene is when they meet each other for the first time at his open house because oh, yeah. the main character, played by Paul Rudd, is sells that... homes. Mm. He's like a real estate agent and he's working on selling Lou Ferrigno's home. That's the basic premise of the story: is that he's been with his girlfriend for a little bit of time, played by um, Rashida Jones. Yes, you would know her from like The Office, Office and Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, he winds up proposing to her. And the whole premise is that he doesn't actually have any male friends. He's a relationship guy. Yeah. And he's a really cool guy, but his thing is he always focuses on his relationships. And just kind of puts the so his male to friends the kind of sell yeah. by the Yeah, exactly. So his whole idea is when he when that gets pointed out to him, he, he literally has that moment <laughs> yeah. where he turns away and looks uh, at the camera and he's like, I gotta make some fucking friends. Because he walks in there and he <laughs> walk here's his girlfriend and his girlfriend's friends are all having a little yeah. girls' night, like saying some shit and he, and he like overhears them. That's fantastic. So fucking, I love that. I love when he makes them the drinks yeah, and everything. The, fucking, the Hershey uh, straws or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking amazing. It but, is. Um, he meets this guy at an open house. After he starts going on a bunch of like man dates, like remember when he <laughs> the goes dude from on that Reno one date? Nine one one. John Lennon or uh, I think not it, Lennon. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Is it John? Not the same. It's Lennon something. <laughs> I know. I I think it's the guy who's the main character from Reno Nine One One. Yeah, uh, Lieutenant. Uh, fuck his name. The one with the fancy boots and the short shorts. <laughs> Lieutenant Dangle. Dangle. But I'm trying to remember what his fucking. Uh, Thomas Lennon. Thomas Dude, sorry Lennon. about that, Tom. <laughs> John. John Lennon over here. Uh, I knew his name, but for some reason I just could. He's just got a generic white guy first name. John. Happens. Tom. Don, yeah, Sean. Thomas Lennon. Um, but anyways, he goes on like a date with this guy, and what well, it's supposed to be like a guy hangout. He's trying to make a friend, you know. Mm. So he goes through all the like generic channels, and his mom sets him up with this guy that her. Her friend, it's her friend's son. Uh, and she goes, he's new to the city. He wants to make friends, too. So they go and they hang out. They get, like, beer. They eat dinner and stuff like that. They have a good time. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, he, kiss he kisses. No, he does kiss yeah. him. Full tongue and everything. Yeah, that's right. He gets up uh, in there, dude. And I love when he goes home to his fiance And she's like, were you smoking? He's like, it's supposed and he's like, like an ashtray. No, this guy kissed me. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he has to explain the whole fucking story. Duh. Um, I it? love Paul Rudd, honestly. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's, he's fucking great. phenomenal. He goes on, he does like uh, the whole internet thing where he tries to meet somebody. The old guy. And, and it, he <laughs> it looks, looks like the old picture, guy from Up. And it's like a young dude. <laughs> right. And then when he gets there, it's an old man. <laughs> or uh, he meets the guy at the gym. Remember Elmo? Here we go, Galaxy. Uh, Here we that go. That was the guy from uh, 
Brooklyn Nine. Yes, yeah. Whatever the fuck that. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, that same fucking oh, dude. dude. Uh, that's really that's and his brother is played by Andy Samberg, Yo. who's a gay gym, <laughs> uh, personal trainer mm. who likes to uh, <coughs> who likes to get that, straight men to have sex with him. And I'm pretty sure that guy <laughs> that he's trying to hit on was that's on another movie old I school. <laughs> so fucking much, you know where he's where Andy Samberg is. Uh, he's like, watch this. I'll uh, where he starts flirting with the guy, and he's like, come on, one more, you got this. Come on, it's fingers, beach season. Fingers, yeah. It's beach pinkies, season. Pinkies, pinkies. <laughs> I'm barely touching it. I'm barely touching it. Yeah, I quote that shit all the time. Oh, <laughs> I, that's o- I awesome. always say it's beach season. It's beach season. Peaks, no, peaks, barely touching it. Barely touching it. It's literally just one of those movies uh, where it, if it, it's another one that has like a good amount of depth to it, it doesn't de- dive too deep into it. Right. Because it's got our two main characters, arguably, are like on opposite sides of the spectrum, but feeling the same thing, which mm-hmm. is you've got Paul Rudd, who kind of feels. He doesn't even notice that he doesn't have any friends, which is <laughs> yeah. so fucking funny. Oh, like, that's terrible, like, though. It's like, again, like it's a circumstance that normally wouldn't be funny, but to be able to find the funny in like a situation right. like that is really interesting. And I think the fact that, that it's like, like you said, they're pretty much polar opposites, mm-hmm. and they're trying yeah. to like both become it, friends. Yeah, exactly. But it feels great because... It illustrates the fact that sometimes your best friends are the guys that are completely not like you at all. That's true. So uh, they start hanging out and they realize how different they fucking are from (laughs) one of them is a super tight lace fucking uh, guy who doesn't really get personal with anybody. He doesn't give a lot of personal information away. Mm -hmm. He's very quiet and soft spoken. He's very in touch with his feminine side. I guess you would say the other guy is very (laughs) outspoken. fucking arguably pretty gross but like a really uh, cool guy and like like both of them together they kind of bring out the best in each other no for sure and i think that really illustrates like okay <clears throat> they're they're so different but are they're at the core like deep down on the surface level they're really different which mm. i think is like the the testament to like any great relationship is when people look at you and they go you guys are so different from each other but if you can look at that person and go actually if you knew us really well you know we're almost perfect, exactly the same. Bet, yeah. Like, cause if you get real deep <clears throat> with this shit, we are really alike. And that's how I feel about my relationship. Is like you look at me and my my fiance and you go, you guys are so fucking different. But when we're talking to each other, we go, holy shit, we're the same person. <laughs> right, it's right. So fucking weird. Shit, we're almost on an hour and a half. Hey man, <laughs> we can end it here. Well, I'm yeah. totally cool Fuck to end yeah. it Let's on. Just a, do, I love yeah. you, man. That's a good fuck. Yeah, like I said, I, I really like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that that that's one of the classics right there. My favorite scene in that movie though is uh, when uh, when they meet at the open house. No, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he starts talking to him, and he's like, <laughs> like "See that guy over there? That totally... guy really needs to take a fart. He really needs to fart." And he's like, "He does seem to be clenching." Yeah, he's like, yeah, he does kind he's of. Like, he's like, "Yeah, watch." As soon as, oh yeah, that's a good move. Yeah. Hey, honey, go check out the, the kitchen. kitchen <laughs> He's like, dust. he wants to fart, but he doesn't know her well enough to do it in front of her. He clearly hasn't had sex with her yet. And then he he literally like breaks Calls it, it down like, like the play, whole like a he's play like, by. I saw him fucking come in here in like a Kia Soul or something. He's like, it's not a bad car, but I mean, what's this house worth? Like 20, 30 million. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't think a guy driving that car is gonna fucking buy this house. And he's like, right. that's that's I mean, that's a good point. And he's like, watch when he when he when she goes around the corner, he's gonna let one rip. And then his, I love leg. it. Uh, he like watch the leg, watch the leg, and it goes, ah. 
He's like, oh, he and then he just like kind of fans it away. <laughs> and he's like, he just farted. He's like, look at this guy, crop dusting all over your open house. I say crop dusting every uh, time I fart and I walk past right, something. I'm like, just uh, crop dusting. But <laughs> the uh, part where the guy's like, he yells over to him. He's like, yeah, buddy, I, uh, I like it, but it's kind of small. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, plus it smells like fart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to piss my pants. Oh. Oh. No, but anyways, guys, <sighs> thanks for listening to this episode. This was our hundred million uh, subscriber special. <laughs> yep. What's up? Uh, yeah, we really appreciated it, and make sure you're following us on all social media. It's the the Cleaning Out My Closet podcast. Uh, you can find us at Real Clean Closet on Twitter, Instagram. You can even find us on Facebook at Real Clean Closet, or you can use our full name, the Cleaning Out My Closet podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on uh, YouTube find us on spotify apple podcasts and a bunch of other ones that we never really bothered to, name. Say, to be honest pretty much yeah, anywhere YouTube you can find a podcast if you're listening to us on something that isn't youtube spotify or apple you're a fucking idiot <laughs> i was gonna say then you know i'm not gonna even mention like what those platforms are because i can't think of any off the top of my head I but either. i mean good for you you're listening to us uh somewhere so yeah we appreciate that Thank you. Round of applause for you. But uh, this was a great episode. I had a lot of fun. It is not at all what we intended. This was supposed to be a small segment. <laughs> it was supposed to be completely different. But I but... kind of had a feeling that it was going to be difficult for us to talk about these movies without, like, talking about the movies. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if we just listed <clears throat> the movies, it would have been really hard. But it, it wouldn't have been the same. You know what I mean? Like, just just wouldn't have been the same. It was a legit movie <laughs> episode, though. Yeah, Like, I'm the whole episode was entirely about just movies. Which was totally great. So, anyways, guys, we really appreciate you listening. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Uh, and again, if there's anything you want us to talk about, comment for one thing, on Johnny fucking... Rocket, we really appreciate this comment. This was really cool. Mm -hmm. We we both really enjoyed talking about this. I really did. I remember when I brought up to you, I was like, I think we should just do it like as a segment. You're like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, and you, I think you called me. You were like, dude, I finished my list. <laughs> yeah, I got really hyped. <laughs> yeah, about you were it. really excited, and I was like, all right, I can't wait to do it. When I did my, dude, if I show you all my like honorable mentions, it's like oh, a, a list of list. thirty, <laughs> and it just goes and goes and goes. Uh, so, and they're great fucking movies, man. So this was a lot of fun. This was a great episode. I had a lot of fun with it. Honestly, even if no one listens to it, I really I liked this episode. <laughs> this was great. Fuck yeah. So guys, make sure you go ahead and listen to those episodes. Uh, those movies, I should say. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking maybe for the description of this on YouTube, I think maybe we should just put um, our honorable mentions in the description. Okay. Because we've got the list of our, our like, the ones that we already put on our list, like, right. in the episode. So for anyone who wants to check out those honorable mentions. Let's fucking do that, though. Let's throw those in there. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. We appreciate you listening. Uh, and kiss your dad for us. All righty. We are done recording.